0: On today's Locked Royals podcast, we're going to dive into what happens if baseball does or does not miss games. What outcome is more likely for them to miss part of the season or to play a full season? And when can we expect some sort of revolution resolution uh, in, uh, in out this whole MLB lockout scenario and how it impacts the Kansas City Royals who are... Looking to still improve their team despite them not being able to make transactions right now. All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Royals and Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles, at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals, which we include as a part of today's show. Uh, and thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball and baseball in general. Right now, though, baseball is in the midst of a lockout. And for the national perspective of this lockout, check out the Locked On MLB podcast. And don't forget that the network is expansive and you can find not only the Locked MLB podcast and all of your favorite MLB teams on the network, you can also head on over to Locked On Chiefs They have you covered as the Chiefs continue uh, their quest for another Super Bowl and how all that impacts uh, the Chiefs trying to go throughout this playoff run. So make sure you go check them out as well. And it's not just pro football and MLB baseball. There's also, of course, NBA and Lockdown Mizzou is up and running. So you can go check out Lockdown Mizzou as they are getting set for a very important playoff. matchup this weekend in Allen Fieldhouse with the uh, border war being renewed. So a lot for you to listen to throughout the network today and every day. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. On this podcast, though, I want to talk about kind of the two worlds of this lockout. Hypothetically, if we miss games, what does that mean for baseball? And also, if we don't miss games, what does that mean for baseball? Uh, But again, yesterday, uh, we talked about the playoff expansion and how that impacts the Royals and that impacts baseball as a whole. Uh, playoff expansion is great for baseball as a whole. Also great for the Royals, who really want to make the playoffs this year. And with this lockout, you're, you're kind of nervous about the lockout with the Royals in, in the sense of making this year's team better. Uh, because now you're kind of up against it. You 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 didn't make any moves before this freeze happened. And now who knows when it unfreezes? Who knows how much time you have uh, when it unfreezes to get the players that you want and to get ready for the season? It could be next week. It could be... Three months from now, who knows whenever that will end up happening. But I hope the Royals continue to uh, stay true to their 2022 uh, outlook and 2022 optimism and goal of making the playoffs back uh, in 2022. What happens if there's a lockout where you miss games? I think that I asked a question on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Do you think we're going to miss games? Yes, no, or 50-50 as in kind of eh, too early to tell. I can't really get a gauge on it. And 83% of you said, no, they're not going to miss any games. Of course, 17% of you said, yes, that they will miss games this season. I still lean towards, no, I still think that this gets, that this gets easily, um, you know, avoidable, easily, uh, resolved and not easily in the sense of it's. It, there's no black eyes. There's no like, uh, bad blood or no, uh, fighting. There's going to be a lot of fighting up until it gets resolved. But, uh, is if you can if you can get this resolved by March 1st you can have the season on time and play all 162 the problem is though because i think that there's going to be bad blood i think that there's going to be uh, a lot of bickering as there always is with negotiations and especially the negotiations that have these such high stakes if you keep pushing it into March we we've already established in the in the kind of uh, covid season Pitchers are going to need a month to get into shape and really they need more than that, but still uh, a month. And I wouldn't blame any player who is not working out right now, especially players who don't have contracts because you're not allowed to use team facilities. You're not allowed to use uh, baseball trainers and you're just locked out from everything. So you're on your own and you do not want to get hurt on your own and miss out on this season or miss out on incentives in your contract or miss out on a contract in general. So now more than ever, spring training will be more important for these players as they're locked out of their of their comfort zone, locked out of their uh, training with people who know them uh, the closest, know them more intimately about everything that goes wrong with them day to day, and that they need to focus on. So, I think March first. If if there's no deal, then I, w- I would shift my answer to yes, they're going to miss games. But until March first, I wouldn't panic. I'll, I'll put it to you that way. But what happens if they do miss games? And this is the darkest timeline, because to me, there's nothing in these rumored proposals. There's nothing getting tossed around right now that's so radical it would ruin baseball. And in fact, I think most of the changes that we would tell, I mean, of course, the money stuff matters more for the players than it does for all of us at home. But in terms of just the play, playing of the game of baseball, how the season works, uh, how many teams take like the playoffs, and. Uh, who, who has the DH and doesn't have the DH, and stuff like that that really matters on a day-to-day basis for baseball fans. I don't think that there's a single thing that hurts baseball fans in this whole thing. I think that the land-shifting ideas that could really hurt you is from the players' perspective of their of their pockets and, and, and the owners, to where fans kind of get all that stuff quickly. I think that what hurts the fans in this proposal is nothing except for missing games because I think that we go back to talking about Black Eyes and how baseball's had a ton of them recently, and they've, they've been... Uh, bashed over and over again, even by people even by people who love the sport. People who love the sport dearly have been bashing baseball, uh, and rightfully so, I might add. If you go into another strike where you're not playing baseball games, and that's that here-we-go-again feeling, all levels, all generations, the generations who survived the couple strikes, the generations who weren't around, uh, everyone turns on the sport and they find something else to do. They find something else to occupy them. They find something else to entertain them. And they just get fed up. And they're just tired of every time you turn around, there's a strike. And obviously the years that have gone by, it's not every time you turn around, but that's what it feels like. And so feels like is oftentimes more important than reality. Whatever something feels like to you is oftentimes more important than what the truth is. And so I think that the darkest timeline is nothing about rule changes. It's nothing about um, what they're going to agree to. It's all about missing games or not missing games, because uh, I think that the, these rule changes are great for baseball, and and, and we're going to go through them here in the second second segment. But uh, in my opinion, the only bad outcome from all of this, the only bad outcome, is missing games because of that that sinking feeling of it's happening again, and that kind of resentment that you're going to build throughout this fan base of, of the entire sport. But I do want to tell you right now, my good friends over at at .ag online has you covered. With all their amazing prop bets, odds, lines, and more of them than ever before, as football season continues to march on to the playoffs, you're gonna to want to check out BetOnlineAG, folks. Betting is fun. Betting on sports is fun, responsibly, of course, and it can make your viewing experience that much better as you sit at home and try to get uh, to watch the Chiefs go back to the playoffs and win the division again, and hopefully, hopefully, win another Super Bowl. So you can bet on them all playoff run long. You can also bet on things like basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. So do not wait. Take advantage right now of these amazing offers that are available for you in the 2021 season. They have a new website. You can go check it out on your mobile device or on your desktop or your laptop. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our code locked on. Our code locked on get you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, but online, where the game starts, but online. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at Stance. Folks, Stance is colorful, it's comfortable, it's everything. The apparel is very well made, it's super soft, it's entirely unique. There's a lot of of fun ways to wear Stance, and you're looking, for, uh, you know, it just you should be looking forward to purchasing some Stance for yourself. Stance socks, Stance activewear, Stance underwear, just Stance everything. And it's the holiday gift giving time, so it's it's perfect to give Stance away for the coolest gift you're going to give. I know uh, at one time I got Stance as a gift, and it I got these amazing socks that had Russell Westbrook on them, and and they're so cool, and they're. Uh, just awesome, and they truly do feel great. They, they're they so padded and comfortable and soft, and it feels like you're walking on the clouds. It, it's all, it's awesome. And I think that, you know, you've been hearing a lot about Stance lately because they're launching their new apparel line, plus, you know, the holiday season. Try it out, folks. They have incredibly comfortable and well-made socks, shirts, joggers, hoodies. It's awesome. Uh, I, I think that with Stance, they're so much better than your old boring socks because there's so many fun ways you can go about them. You can get team logos. You can get fun colors. You can get athletes. You can get anything you want on your Stant socks. And you see them being worn on the mound all the time by pitchers who wear the high pants and the Stant socks. And you can get the cool KC on the side. They're amazing colors. They're comfortable. They're creative. No one else does socks like this. So, The first couple of times I heard people talk about Stance, I really didn't believe them. I thought, okay, it's just another sock gimmick, but they actually are genuinely soft and really well-made. I thought that Stance was probably just another one of those trends, but no, they are here to stay, and they've changed the game for everyone who makes these type of apparel clothing, like shirts and hoodies and socks and underwear and things like that. I love my Stance, and they've made a believer out of me. This stuff is incredibly great. They were founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings in a typical aesthetic along some along with some of the best pop culture uh, collaborations that there are out there today. So make sure that your style is an extension of yourself and it's just a way to express yourself and socks can ju- do just that as along with all their other Uh, Gear as well. Again, my favorite design are the sports, but they still have like things like the Wu Tang Clan, Batman, the Goonies, Star Wars, The Office, Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, Bob Marley, Major League Baseball, NBA, and Pixar. What stance apparel do I love the most is my West Rustic socks. Of course, they're soft and comfortable, even after uh, washing them over and over again. The quality of these stands to the test of time, and they're like nothing. You're ever going to see before stance believes that the perfect fit matters in fitting in and they want you to feel good about your purchase. So go see for yourself and register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off of your first purchase by using the code locked on the code locked on which you 15% off your first purchase at stance.com at checkout. You can apply there. Enjoy the colorful and comfort of your life. And be less ordinary with your brand new socks from stance. So stance.com, 15% off promo code locked on at stance.com. So again, I, I we're back on the Locked On Rolls Podcast. Unlock on Podcast Network, your teams every day. Folks, let me tell you something. It's finally Christmas break, finally got the finals out of the way, and we're ready just to dive deep into baseball. But thank you for making Locked On. Royals, your first listen every single day. We're here for you. We're free and available on all platforms. And folks, again, check out Locked on Chiefs to get set for the playoff run. Check out Locked on Mizzou to get set for the border war. And even if the Chiefs are not your favorite football team, which I feel bad for you if that's the case, they have all your favorite pro sport football podcasts out there, including a national NFL show, Locked on NFL, getting you set for the weekend and things of that nature, with whatever week we're in in the NFL, week 16, week 15, week 14, whatever we're in 13, whatever it is, they're getting you set for it uh, here on the lockdown podcast network. And we're getting you set for the lockout, which again, we still have great national shows like lockdown MLB. And also you can go check in on all the other baseball teams and see how they're dealing with this lockout. The only negative timeline about this lockout is missing games to me because I'm fully on board With playoff expansion, I am fully on board with it. You can go back and listen to yesterday's episode, uh, which dives deep into that. I think it's great for small market teams. I think it's great for big market teams. I think it's great for every fan. I think it's great for everybody uh, because the longer your baseball team is relevant, the more enjoyable a summer is. And really, this is all about enjoyment and entertainment. And in baseball, unlike other sports, they get to break free from that mold of half the league's in, but only two teams have a chance which is true in the NBA In the NBA half the league gets in, but only, you know, about three teams matter. Four teams matter in baseball. You could let all 30 teams in. And no matter how bad a team is, they can get hot in baseball and win a series, uh, you know, a four game set. And they can advance a three game set in advance, a seven game set in advance. They can do it in baseball. They can do it in hockey as well. So I don't want to begrudge hockey, but uh, those are the two sports where fluky things can happen. And, You know, you are relevant from round one until the end of time. In basketball, most round one series are not competitive. Besides, you know the four five matchup, and maybe sometimes a three six matchup. Uh, But other than that, it's it's usually blowouts in the first round. As much as I love the NBA, I do not think that that's what we're heading towards in baseball. I think if baseball expands, we're going to get some great showdowns. So. That's what I mean by the only bad thing that can come from this from a fan perspective. Now, of course, of course players and owners will fight for every dollar and cent and uh, contract language and incentives and whatever else they need to fight for, you know. And that's what they should be doing. But from a fan perspective, how much does it really matter if you can only give a guy $300 million or whatever the case is that they're going to fight for in that in that aspect of things? So on the field stuff that that matters to us, so to say expansion is great for the playoffs. The NA, the NLDH, uh, I think, is long overdue. I think that everybody would enjoy that moving forward as well. And, of course, it doesn't really impact the Royals at all, so that's also a good uh, way to look at it as well from a Royals perspective that who really cares if the NLDH is a thing or not because the Royals already construct the roster for a DH and it just makes them be able to use their maximized lineup whenever they go out and play NL teams or in the World Series if they ever get back there uh, when this team is kind of all flushed out and ready to go. I think that with the salary cap floor, I don't know if they're actually going to be able to come to terms on that. Obviously, I, I think that the salary cap floor is just a stepping stone away from the salary cap, which players are desperately against, which I don't really understand. And maybe, maybe you have a different opinion of this than I do. Uh, but so I want—I I genuinely want to hear it at Lockdown Royals. I don't understand why the players are so hellbent on not having a salary cap. As a, as a true deal breaker for them, when every team operates with a luxury tax as a salary cap, and every other sport has a salary cap, and they're doing just fine on those other sports, and the players are making money. You know, the uh, baseball without a salary cap is honestly, I think, losing money than gaining money because, sure, the top 1% of players gets paid, but I'd rather go call up another young minor leaguer who are going to make pennies on the dollar than to sign a mediocre ball player. I'd let that mediocre ball player leave, and then I'm not paying that mediocre ball player what he deserves. Whenever a salary cap, I don't know if that would fix it or not, but if it, if in anyone's mind it could fix it, then they should just do it and bite the bullet of being another sport that has a salary cap because teams are already capping you. They're just not calling it a cap. It's like it, It's just like changing the word and acting like it's not the same thing. It's like, oh, I don't drink Coke, but I drink Pepsi. But you you phrase it in a way of like, oh, I I don't drink Coke. I don't drink soda. I don't drink soda at all. But I do drink Pepsi. I said I didn't drink Coke, right? It's that kind of semantics that that players are getting hung up on with the salary cap because most teams use a salary tax and the luxury tax as a threshold to not cross. So thus creating a cap. Uh, But there's some sort of just... um, unwillingness to budge because because I think that they think that way back in the day, whenever they got that uh, big win and eliminated the salary cap and was so revolutionary, they think that that somehow needs to be protected and and needs to uh, hold the water and needs to be important, which times have changed. And I, I think that they view it as kind of a step backwards if they agree to put a salary cap in, but really there's a lot of ways it could be a step forward as well. So we'll see how that all unfolds. But again, I think that the only negative outcome of this lockout would be if you miss games. And right now, I'm feeling confident that, you know, you're not going to miss games at all. And so I want to talk coming up about some of the wacky proposals off the field that could be very important for the Royals specifically, more so than any other team. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. And I'm your host, Ryland Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore on Twitter for the show account at Lockdown Royals, where you posted the poll question, do you think that baseball will miss games due to the lockout. And the vast majority of you said no. So I tend to agree with all of you that we'll not miss games. And if we do miss games, well, then baseball has a serious problem on their hands. Now, off the field, what kind of rule changes can we see? There's been talks of um, draft lottery being thrown out there, what the NBA has. And the thought process is, of course, if we expand the playoffs and then also uh, we put a draft lottery and we're just not automatically going to be handed the first overall pick, for being the worst team, that would deter teams from purposely trying to be very bad, as the Orioles, Orioles were this year, as the Rangers were this year, and as other teams were, Diamondbacks were just purposely bad this year, um, and tank their way to the bottom. How do you deter that? Well, if there's no guarantee of anything, and you make the percentages negligible between, you know, say the worst team, the fourth worst team, the fifth worst team, well, then you might as well just try your hand at the expanded playoffs, which is going to Uh, you know, give you a greater shot than ever to make the playoffs and get that playoff revenue than to try to lose because you still have a chance if you don't make the playoffs to leap up into the top uh, whatever draft picks that there are in the league, you know, top one, two, three, four draft picks in the league. I I think that it's interesting. I'm not sure how effective it is because teams still tank in the NBA and teams still tank in, in Major League Baseball, but I will say it is somewhat effective. So what I mean by that is, whenever the NBA expanded to the play-in tournament where now they accept 10 teams in each league into the postseason. Teams like the Sacramento Kings, who have not been to the playoffs in 20 years and uh, are are a terribly ran franchise, they are also a terrible team this year, like a very, very, very bad team this year. But with the lottery odds the way that they are and the fact that they only need to get to top 10 in their conference uh, to get to the playoffs they're trying and gunning for the playoffs every single night, trying to win these games. Uh, They're not purposely trying to lose these games because they want the playoff revenue. They want the monkey off their back. They want the ability to make the playoffs and they'll sacrifice a few percentage points if they fall short uh, to try for that goal. And so that's a couple examples of teams who are now trying for the playoffs that otherwise wouldn't have been uh, had these odds been so in the favor of tanking that teams just throw all regard for human life out the window and just tank their butts off. And teams still do that. But if you're on the border, on the cusp of being a good team, it it persuade it it dissuades you from tearing it all down. If you have nothing to begin with, of course you're still going to go out there and tank. But if you're on the cusp of the playoffs, especially in baseball when it's so wacky and fluky, and you can get hot at the right time, it would dissuade you. I think that I think that this would actually work more in baseball because number one, the players will not help you immediately, and a lot of teams are going to lose sight of the short of the long term in favor of the short term. And number two because the playoffs actually lead to a chance to win. The Kings game, the plan, even if they win the play-in tournament and get to the real playoffs, they have no shot at being the number one seed in the, in the Western conference, no shot at all in baseball. Again, you could put last year's Baltimore team in the playoffs and they could win three games, right? Like it's unlikely, but it's not impossible. It is literally impossible in, in basketball for that to happen. It happens. So a uh, few times, I, I think that, Baseball would have a better chance of having this actually work for them than basketball, which is which basketballs has success as well, but baseball have a, a much better chance of having this work for them in terms of eliminating thinking. So that's great for them. Uh, but that's your show today. Tomorrow we'll talk about how the Royals can kind of counteract and react to the second wave of free agency after the uh, after the lockout's over. We'll talk about all that coming up on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day on tomorrow's show. Until then, be good and be good to one another. Hey 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 hey. If you want to be baseball with the Royals, if you want to be having a great time, if you want to be loving the fun, if you want to see all of the excitement, this is the place and we're the one. If you want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see, come on out and join us. This is the place you want to be. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals.